Hi, I'm Flaky Dan me, Alan Smith, where we publish stories with the day's present journal on Monday, August the 22nd. Um, and I hope everybody had a rare weekend or a very um, excellent day at uh, Brigadon Farmer's Market on Saturday with Snoggery Jocks, Old Cakes and Shorebreed. Almost a complete sellout. If somebody had just bought the last six packets, it would have been um, uh, totally finished with them. Uh, excellent day and uh, thanks to everybody for... Uh, came along and, and seen us in box stuff. So, anyway, front page of the paper today is uh, Nationalised Energy Firms to Save Scots Homes and Business. So, um, in the face of a looming disaster for tens of thousands of Scottish homes and businesses, um, there have been calls, uh, fresh calls for nationalisation of energy companies. Uh, taking them under government control could be a means of keeping bills down amid warnings the price cap on heating bills will soar once again within a matter of days. First Minister Nicola Sturgeon believes the step should be on the table, as she and Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer both said future energy price rises cannot be allowed to go ahead. It is making it impossible for people to provide the basics for themselves and their families, Ms Sturgeon said. Only last week, the Scottish Government predicted as many as 36% of all Scottish homes could find themselves in fuel poverty if price rises continue. <laughs> they keep going to current rates, it'll mere be like 96 um, experts have, however, questioned the benefits of nationalisation and say other options remain open to the government to help those in increasingly desperate need. So, well, you wouldn't came fast right and fast wrong here, but it's, um, you know, a bit of a tragedy unfolding before our eyes. And I did hear some expert on the wireless today saying it would be a very bad idea to nationalise the um, energy company. So you just, you wouldn't came fast best, but they'll certainly have to do something. And if it's... Um, you know, helping folk out with um, something towards the cost of electric companies. And I heard the money for electric company on the day saying, you know, the government should just give um, the money to them. So they would only begin to tell them it would be five or six companies and then they would uh, sort out the bills for everybody and keep it, uh, you know, keep the bills doing a bit of, instead of again sending money out to 300 or 30 million homes if they were so, you know, that kind of makes sense as long as you can account for for all the money that the energy companies get, but very, very tricky, and um, it's only going to get worse. It's um, every day seems to be the new cap seems to be higher and higher and higher. So, Lord knows, for little I and will it be buying sleeping bags and great big thick jackets? I think. And that's just to sit in the living room watching TV. If we can afford to put the TV on, of course. Now here is a YouTuber's life-size 3D printed seagulls causing a flap in city. So uh, if you've just moved to a new city and you're bored and uh, then on a break, most folk would join a sports team or perhaps head to their local pub. But the dinner usually do is print with a life-size 3D seagulls to place around Aberdeen and see how folk react. But that's exactly what the one new Granite City resident decided to do. If feeling lonely and bored, an aspiring product designer and YouTuber known as Dioramic had an idea. He had only lived in the northeast since May after moving for Abu Dhabi, but already the infamous chips snatching seagulls had caught his attention. He says, I made an all viral video of a seagull stealing a bag of crisps, and then I moved here and I understood why seagulls were such a big topic of conversation, said Dioramic, who runs his YouTube and social media channels anonymously. 
uh, when I had the idea to make something uh, to place around the city, I thought seagulls would uh, resonate. Um, Dioramic has a bit of an unusual hobby, 3D printing. He says, lockdown was really pretty strict in Abu Dhabi, um, so when we're eventually allowed out to exercise again, I had the idea of giving folks something to look at. He started 3D printing objects of all kinds and leaving them in public place for folk to find. Um, he says, I'd hang about for a bit to see how folk reacted to them. That's the best bit. Uh, making these things in, is much more enjoyable when uh, lots of folk can see him and enjoy him. Um, as far as hobbies go, 3D printing isn't easy and it isn't cheap. Uh, items must be fully designed in 3D on specific computer software before pressing print. At that point, uh, a long roll of plastic is loaded into the printer, which carefully melts and shapes the plastic to match your computer design. Flapping heck. Well, uh, good on him. There's a few pictures in. They certainly look, um, the bees knees are very, very good, I must say. And, uh, you know, that is a, obviously a good advert for his uh, his social media and his YouTube channel. But, um, yeah, good on him. And uh, flipping, very realistic. If you're a bit of a bar, I would say, I mean, obviously up close, you can see it's a, a plastic bird eating a, a mock chop or a sausage or something. But, um, very, very good. So, um, some of a clever folk in Aberdeen. Now, here is a talks stall on Natural History Museum plan for empty store. So, uh, Westminster staffing changes have held up talks about turning Aberdeen's empty John Lewis into a new branch of the National History Museum. Earlier this year, council officers were tasked with discussing the ambitious idea with the UK government culture czars. Six months on, though, councillors have been told there have been a name of progress. A report prepared ahead of a meeting on Wednesday said this is down to changes in personnel at the Department of Culture, Media and Sport. Uh, the bold notion was brought up in February as the council debated the future of the former George Street department store. Uh, Norco House was emptied last summer and has been used by uh, NHS Grumpian as a vaccination centre since then. Uh, Councillor Marie Bolton showed no lack of optimism um, over a new use for Norco House, calling for talks with London's Natural History Museum about opening a satellite branch. Um, the Lower Deeside Councillor was inspired by uh, attractions such as the Eden Project coming to neighbouring Dundee. Well, uh, good on her for trying to get mere things up to Aberdeen because um, it just feels like Aberdeen is being left uh, you know, behind and like Dundee is... Well, no disrespect to folk in Dundee, but it used to be a bit of a, um, you know, didn't look a great place of eye. You wouldn't have uh, stopped for a length of time. But honestly, along the waterfront now, it is absolutely fantastic and still no signs of them stopping spending and, and being up and cleaning up. And, uh, you know, to have the uh, the V&A there and, um, you know, the the ship there, which is a fantastic attraction. Um, it's, uh, you know... Puts Aberdeen in the shade, so if uh, anything to help Aberdeen get them, um, you know, some some mere attractions up here would be a good thing. And uh, yeah, good and that's wifey for for doing that. And fingers crossed that the you know the government comes up trumps and says, yeah, good idea, let's go for it. Uh, we are not without culture up in Aberdeen. I think it would be well supported. And there's a lot of folk like myself, very well educated and cultured folk. I mean, there is some gaps in our, but you have that anyway. Now, here is the Trinity Centre. Could uh, soon be uh, put in the market. 
So the Trinity Centre is to be put up for sale with the potential for an Aberdeen City Council buyout the P&J can reveal. Um, officials mapping out the £150 million City Centre and Beach Master Plan have made councillors aware of the likely sale. And they have uh, mentioned the Trinity Centre as a possible next big purchase for Aberdeen City Council. Well, it's a good job they've plenty seller. Um, the Trinity Centre sits right across with their long-running work in Aberdeen's Union Terrace Gardens. Um, a spokesman has since clarified that the local authority uh, was dealt about the impending sale during the master planning work. Um, so they just said, a source said there's a possibility Aberdeen City Council wants to uh, make the Trinity Centre part of its plans for Union Street, um, and it is definitely a possibility it will be sold. Um, so it says it opened in 1984, and uh, Norwich Union spent £20 million to build Aberdeen's Trinity Centre as oil boomed. Uh, but the current owners, Elandai, is advertising seven shops and three kiosks in the once bustling mall. Uh, one of them is the former three-floor Debenhams premises, which alone costs the owners £412,000 in business rates every year. Um, altogether, the empty shops could hit the public pass for nearly £525,000. Um, so the goods are just saying that you know something they might look at, and um, you know they might be able to do something else with the empty shop. So we shall see. But um, it's a, it's a. Well, as I've said before, Aberdeen City Centre is a bit of a, a let doing. It's a, a light years above how far it used to be. It used to be like so busy, and it was so clean and tidy, and you know it was a fine wreck about up and doing the, the Union Street, but. Uh, Nay, now, so it'll need to be some big thinking and clever thinking to get the uh, folk back in there, I think. But, you know, I'm sure the councillors have uh, enough pots of tea and enough fine biscuits, they'll come up with some good plans. Now, here is a, a teen hoping to become a youngest pilot to circle the world solo stops at dice. So, a 17-year-old pilot who's attempting to become the youngest person to complete a solo flight around the world has uh, touched down in Aberdeen. Mark, eh, Mark Rutherford, I should say, landed in Dice on Saturday eh, afternoon on the final leg of his journey before heading to the D-side gliding club at, at club in Abine. He spent the evening on the club eh, at the club enjoying a barbecue with staff and sharing stories for his travels. Eh, Mark's adventure has eh, included an 11-hour flight across the Bering Sea, eh, just one of the challenges he has faced in his attempt to be, eh, beat two Guinness World Records. If successful, he will become the youngest person to circumnavigate the world solo in an aircraft and again the title of the youngest person to do so in a microlight, a record currently held by his sister. A bit of sibling rivalry here, surely. Um, the journey is taking longer than expected and he has been faced with a number of obstacles on his way. Uh, from permit and visa issues originally holding up his flight uh, to dealing with uh, monsoon rain, sandstorms and extreme heat, uh, Mark has been able to bite focus on his goal in the hail time. He aims to prove that young folk can pursue and achieve amazing things despite challenges and obstacles. Um, he said there are many folk my age who do amazing things. Um, often few people know about them. I'm really looking forward to meeting some of them. Um, together we can show that young folk can make a difference. Uh, the young pilot for Winchester started his journey on March 23rd when he took off his Sofia in Bulgaria. Uh, but then got held up in Italy due to delays with documents. Um, for there, he's uh, flown to many locations in Africa, Asia, and North America uh, in a Shark, which is a high-performance ultralight aircraft with a cruising speed of up to 186 mile an hour. 
uh, arrived in the UK on Saturday, he made stops at Wick, Aberdeen and Abain, and left the northeast to head south towards England yesterday. So, and it turns out his whole family, his dad's a pilot, his mom's a pilot, his sister's a pilot, and uh, he become the youngest pilot in the world when he uh, did his uh, stuff. It, he was just uh, 15 years and two months old. So, what an amazing loan, and, um, you know, good on him. What a fantastic achievement, and you can uh, follow him uh, on his website to see his progress. I like that, but um, absolutely... Uh, brilliant, Mark Rutherford. So, good on you, man. With a rare loan. Now, just finish up with sport as normal. And the uh, back page of the paper day is uh, Clarkson says the Don's goal owed a lot to uh, Gerard. So, Aberdeen goal hero Leighton Clarkson revealed he learned his uh, dead ball skills from Liverpool legend Stephen Gerard. The 20 year old netted a stunning 25 yard free kick to fire the Dons to a 1 0 Premiership win at St Johnston. So, well, he's, um, let's hope he hasn't learned a thing for Gerard and he doesn't um, slip at the vital moment of a game. But, um, yeah. Well, anyway, it was a fantastic goal and well done to him. And, um, you know, Aberdeen back on track now. So, uh, fingers crossed they can build on us and, you know, get a good win and run going. But, uh, yeah, well done. Come on, Aberdeen. Now, that's me done for the announcement. We pick the stories for the. Um, PNG the day on uh, Monday 22nd of August 2022. So it's uh, been a pretty pleasant day up in the day, overly sunny, but quite uh, warm. And um, since the rain and like that, it's been, been um, a right odd spot or two in the afternoon, but I was about Huntley this afternoon seeing a, a physiotherapist wifey, and um, it, uh, Huntley was very, very Toasty, I must say, very warm up here. So, and uh, by God, that wifey can't uh, the bits in your back to press to make you take a sharp and take a breath. But um, no, she felt like kind of stuff, so hopefully, she'll get my my back a, a rig it out and I'll be right as I know. Uh, walking about like an old man. Eh? So, um, anyway, thank you very much for listening to this uh, podcast now, and I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, it would just be um, a bee's knees if you could uh, think about two or three folk in the uh, it bides forever, only way in the world, but, you know, if they belong to Aberdeen or Aberdeen, so let them get in with the Doric Express and they can make up their own minds and we're a wee bit of persuasion for you to start listening to Doric Express and, you know, subscribe and, you know, get a three, four, five, six month um, to, to make their minds up. So, in the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Toodaloo. Constitution, stick the proper rules on them. Longfield, Nelfield, Manorfield, and Tannerfield. Hearts of all the stories that you've made in a cave.